0: Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another another great episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Luke. Episode 6, and we're in the building, TGIF. How's everybody doing today? It's a Friday. Ready to start the weekend? All right, I am too. The name of this episode is Been There Before. And if you watched the game last night, you know what I'm talking about. But right now, we're going to get into the episode, episode six. Um, Hey, you know, right now, Golden State has a 2-0 lead, you know, and and Portland's looking a little bit shaky. Actually, Portland played an excellent game. They just let the ceiling fall out at the end of the game. And, you know, I mean, hey, right now, you know, that's the thing. Been there before, been there, done that. You know the Golden State Warriors are the champions. You have to dethrone them. They know what to do in these crunch situations these These boilermaker games that that you know things get tight, the games get slow, and they know how to execute and it it takes experience to know how to play at this time of year and right now, Golden State has a commanding two zero lead on the Portland Trailblazers. I just think that Portland really just let the ceiling fall down on them um, due to lack of experience. You know, now Coach Luke still believes that Portland's going to win this series. I still believe they have the talent to win this series, but they have to pick it up. They have to pick it up. They have to play a whole lot better than what they're playing. And at the end of the game, they have to really execute. Now, a lot of people have been hitting me on Instagram Oh uh, Coach Luke, Andre Iguodala fouled Dame Lillard at the end of the game. Well that didn't that didn't decide the game. Was it a foul? Maybe. I know that the referees are not gonna call a foul in that situation. The game's on the line. There's a few seconds left. No one wants to be put in that pressure cooker. Not even the referees. So again, I don't think calls Decide games. I think players decide games. And, um, it was Portland that did not execute down the stretch that really decided the game. I mean, you know, one team was executing very well and the other team wasn't. And, and that's, that's what we have right now. So Golden State has a 2-0 lead on the Portland Trail Blazers. And you got to remember, you know, when's the last time Portland was in this position? The year 2000, I mean, half of these guys, I mean, well, actually all of these guys were were probably not even in junior high school. So, you know, you got to look at it that way. And again, on the other side, the Golden State Warriors have done this over and over again. And you could tell when they amped it up that Portland was not able to amp it up the same way that they amped it up. So, you know, that's what we have in the Western Conference series right now and, and, and you know, you know, Portland has to but but see here's the thing. Coach Stott is a good coach and I believe he can rally the troops. I mean, you gotta go and you gotta look at film, you gotta see what you're doing wrong, and then you gotta come back and execute way better than what you've executed in the first two games. The first three quarters were excellent. The first three quarters, Portland played excellent. And I don't know what happened in that fourth quarter, probably a little bit of nerves or probably just, you know, not knowing how to actually finish the job, you know. And that's where the experience of the Golden, Golden State Warriors came in. They knew how to finish the job, and they finished the job. So right now, we got a commanding 2-0 lead by the defending champion, golden state warriors and and you know that's where we what we have right now people that's what we have how's everybody doing everything's great well hit me up at all things basketball podcast follow me on 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 you know on instagram all things basketball on facebook hit the email button if you need good training young ladies and young men We're available. I got a lot of great coaches, and I'm getting more coaches by the day that want to lend their services and their knowledge of the game. And you got to do it now so that you could be further off when the summer comes and when next season comes. You can say, hey, I was training with All Things Basketball Podcast, and now I'm on the varsity or the JV or the grade school team, and I'm doing well. All right? So that's where we're at with that. Didn't we have an excellent episode 5 so plain Dirk. Wonderful. So plain Dirk. Great basketball mind. A lot of great insight. And I tell you, we recapped the whole lottery. We stuck on the lottery and it was a wonderful wonderful show. My Instagram, my Facebook, all things basketball Instagram and Facebook was lit up. The whole hour. People was sharing comments. People was asking comments. The downloads were off the roof. Off the roof. We have more downloads for episode five than any of my other uh four episodes. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. And of course, Soul Plain Dirk is part of the All Things Basketball Podcast um family. But he is a a, a solo entity in his own and he has a lot of endeavors going on. I know a lot of people were saying, when are you going to have him back on, Coach Luke? When are you going to have Soul Plane Dirk back on? Well, we're going to have him back on. We're going to have him back on and we're going to have him back on quite a few more times. I know he's going to be with All Things Basketball podcast at the NBA draft on June 24th. But before that, we're definitely going to have him back on. That's been the big question that I've been getting. And so don't worry, we're going to have Soul playing Dirt back on the show. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful show. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot of enlightenment out of it myself because I love trading with good basketball minds and learning. And then, you know, just just a wonderful, wonderful thing, the game of basketball. And this is why we all love it. All Things Basketball podcast on Instagram follow me. Like I said, my motto is follow me and I'll follow you. All Things Basketball on Facebook. Come on people, download, hit the like button, you know, share your comments. Everything is going to be everything. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. Milwaukee versus Toronto game 2 tonight. Very, very interesting series. Milwaukee has a 1- one-game lead in that, in that um, series right now. Milwaukee has a one-game lead. It was a good game. No one saw Brooke Lopez coming out and having 29 points. Now, Brooke Lopez is a stretch player now. Most of his points came from threes. And, I mean, he was on fire. And Giannis always does what Giannis does. He just performs at a high, high level. You know, Eric Bledsoe was a monster. He was out there. And command in the front the perimeter the way he always does. But, you know, one of the things I say, my boy Kyle Lowry, thirty points and all of it was well worth it. And we and he's gonna have to play like this every single game for Toronto to have an opportunity to go to the NBA finals. Kawhi had a great game. He could have had a better game, but he had a great game. We can't, you know you know Pascal Sayakum he's got to show up so plan Dirk spoke about that he's got to show up you know there's got to be more guys on Toronto that show up and, and for them to be successful there has to be right now in the first game just looking at the first game Milwaukee had more input around the board from their core players they had more input around the board from their core players than Toronto. So some of that has to change, and game two is tonight, and it's got to change. The narrative's got to change for Toronto, or they'll be down 2-0, and hopefully that's not going to happen because Coach Luke picks Toronto to win the whole thing, baby. So I'm hoping that Toronto picks their game up tonight. I really do. I'm hoping they pick their game up tonight. We know what we're going to get from Kawhi, but it's the other parts. It's the other guys They have to step up. Kyle Lowry, again, magnificent, 30 points. Didn't back down a minute from Eric Bledsoe. That's what's going to be needed from Kyle Lowry every game of this series. But the rest of the guys, Danny Green, you know, Serge Ibaka, you know, these guys, they got to pick it up. They got to play like they want it. They have to play like they want it. Because I'll tell you what, Milwaukee is good at finishing. And when they get you on your heels, I'll tell you this, Giannis is going to take over. And when he starts going downhill, you're in trouble. So game two of the Eastern Conference Finals is tonight. Milwaukee has a one-game lead. So, you know, that's what we're doing with that. Now, we have something here where uh, in Philadelphia... They're talking about Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is not returning the Philadelphia 76ers phone calls. Well, I mean, you know, hey, give him a break. It's been a long season, all right? And maybe there might be something to it for the Philadelphia 76ers to make this public that he's not returning the calls. I know for a fact that right before the season, they check his knees because he's always had knee problems, you know. And then right after the season, ever since he's been in the NBA, they also check his knees. He has, sometimes he has water deposit on his knees. They drain it, they tend to it, and they work on it. But he didn't show up for that situation at the end of the season. And he, he then he's not answering their phone calls. So that's alarming, but it's not that alarming because Coach Luke feels like maybe he just wants to get away, relax, See family kind of unwind because the season is a long, grueling season and it's up and down and, you know, it, it's tolling and taxing. So I don't think it's nothing big, but maybe the Philadelphia 76ers feel that it is something big for them to make this very, very public. But again, I don't think it's, it's nothing big. Kevin Durant. He was day-to-day. Now they're saying he's going to miss game three and four. So that's going to make overall, that's going to make five games that he's out. Now I told you guys in the the last, not the last episode, but I told you guys in episode three, when you start talking about day-to-day, you need to be worried. When you start talking about day-to-day, you need to be worried. Now Coach Kerr is talking about he's not going to play in game three or four and the injury is a lot lot worse than what we all thought. Now the rumor has it, and, and I don't like going with rumors, but the word that's going around, so I won't say rumors, but the word that's going around is an Achilles problem. Now if it's an Achilles problem, then that's very, very serious. We might not even see him for the rest of the playoffs. And depending on how serious it is, we don't know when we'll see him if it's an Achilles problem. I don't think it's ruptured because the way that he jumped around, he wouldn't have even been able to do that. But it could be a, a light sprain or something to the Achilles. But anything with the Achilles is very, very serious. So we have to take that very, very serious. And right now, Kevin Durant is out for game three and four. But at the same time, Golden State is rolling, man. So I don't, you know, some people will say, oh, they won't miss him. You better believe you're going to miss Kevin Durant. I don't care what team it is. You're going to miss Kevin Durant if he's not on the floor. So I don't I don't buy that one. Oh, you're not going to miss him. Are they playing well? Of course they're playing well. But I don't want anybody to be fooled. They're a much better team with Kevin Durant on the floor. Much better. So, you know, we're hoping for a speedy recovery for Kevin Durant and that maybe possibly we get to see him on the floor. For, uh, I mean, okay, so game four and five, he's out. Maybe game six, seven, or, you know, if they get to the finals, then maybe hopefully he'll be able to play in the finals. But I'm hoping to see Kevin Durant have a speedy recovery and get back on the court this season. One of the things that I want to say is that the Knicks front office. The Knicks front office is all over this uh, uh, injury report to Kevin Durant. All right. Now we have a whole new front office in place after Phil Jackson left. And, And I'm saying we, like I'm part of it. But you guys know Coach Luke is a big, big New York Knicks fan. So it's not we, but it's the New York Knicks. They have a whole new front office in place with all new different positions. You have Steve Mills as the president. You have Scott Perry as the general manager. And you have Dave Fisdale as the head coach. So right now, what I'm hoping is that while they're looking at the tea leaves on Kevin Durant, and a lot of people believe that he will be a New York Knicks next season, I don't want the Knicks front brass to go overboard on this injury because I'm going to tell you what even if it's an Achilles problem I want the Knicks to roll the dice anyway I mean hey what do you have to lose what do you have to lose you've had tank seasons and and you've been losing for quite some time now and you got an opportunity for a guy the magnitude of Kevin Durant to come to the big city, listen, even if he's injured, I believe you should give him all the money you can. All the money you can. And even if he's not going to play next season, still give him all the money you can because this guy is an a, a excellent ball player. There's no way that you can let this go by because of an injury. There's no way you can let Kevin Durant slip through your hands because of an injury. Now, we don't know for sure if Kevin Durant's going to leave Golden State. But, but you know, Soul Plain Dirk gave us some interesting tidbits last episode. And he says, you know, that Kevin Durant will be a New York Knicks. And, you know, of course, Coach Luke is loving that. That's music to Coach Luke's ears. So, I mean back to the Knicks front office, a lot of times I've noticed what the Knicks will do is they'll kind of look at injuries and shy away. Well, okay, okay, Knicks, let's change the narrative. Let's switch the narrative. Let's do things a lot different. Whether he's injured or not, sign him. Let's do it altogether different than the other regimes before you. And that's what I'm hoping that the Knicks will do. Sign him. Even if he misses next season, you should still sign him so he can come back the season after that and be a great ball player for the franchise. Even if he misses next season, that's what I'm looking the Knicks to do. That's what I'm looking for the Knicks to do. Excuse me. Wow. Okay. Is... Okay, I'm going to the Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to the Instagram. We didn't get a chance because the show was so great and the, and the, and the demand was so flooding. We never got a chance to go to the Instagram. <laughs> Soul Plain Dirk is something else, isn't he? All right. Um, but I'm going to the Instagram now, and it says, is Asia Wilson in your top ten? For the WNBA. Asia Wilson's an excellent ball player. I'm going to tell you. She could do a little bit of everything. She could do a little bit of everything. She's an excellent ball player. She plays for the Las Vegas A's. And that's a new team. That's a very new team. Last year was their first year in the WNBA. I realize that. So, But Asia Wilson, to your question, is she in my top 10? I really never picked a top 10. I picked a top five. But Asia Wilson, if I, I mean, if I off the cuff, if I really think about it, she might be in my top 10. She might be in my top 10. Now, one of the things Coach Luke really does, and some people say, oh, Coach Luke, that's wrong. Asia Wilson was a rookie last year, and Coach Luke likes to see one, two, maybe three years before he starts analyzing the player and saying, look, because I want to see some consistency. Now, this year, I'll be watching her closely, but is she in my top 10? I'm not too sure just yet, again, because like I said, last year was her rookie season. Now she was the number 1 pick last year and she had a phenomenal year her first year in and not only that they made the playoffs and made some made some real dents in the playoffs so so is she in my top 10 uh you know I would have to think about that I can't really say right now she's in my top 10 I wouldn't I wouldn't put her in my top 10 but now if Coach Luke had a top twenty, she shoes it right on in there. She fits right on in. <laughs> so, but I don't I don't know if she's in my top ten. For her to be in my top ten, she would have to have played more than one season. Terry Rogier of the Boston Celtics. He wants out. And he wants out now. Wow. That's something else. I mean, you know, when you're in the NBA and, you, and you're and you having a great career, you know, it's something when you say you want out. Now, I've told you before, people, that, that a lot of the guys, I've heard that a lot of the guys on the Boston Celtics, they don't like each other. They don't get along, you know, and Terry Rozier feels that he's a starter. He feels that he can be a starter somewhere. Now, right now, currently, he's playing behind Kyrie Irving. And I think, you know, Kyrie Irving is not going to be a Boston Celtic, okay? And so I don't know what's going on because maybe if I was Terry Rozier, I would sit put. I would sit put because I really don't believe Kyrie Irving is going to be a Boston Celtic next season. And he'll be able to just fit right on in and be the starter that he wants for the team that drafted him. But Terry Rozier wants out of Boston. So it must be more than just playing behind Kyrie. It must be more than that for Terry Rozier to say he wants out and he wants out now. That's that's something else. I, that That's a surprise to Coach Luke that Terry Rozier wants out. But then again, you never know from a distance, how the organization is treating the player, how the organization moves, you know, uh, as far as players are concerned. You know, he might feel he's not being treated the best way. You know, it might not even have anything to do with playing time or coaching or et cetera. It could be, you know, teammates, the atmosphere. It could be a whole lot of things while Terry Rozier Wants out of Boston. So, from, from just afar, I'm just saying, you know, we know Kyrie Irving probably, probably won't return. And then Terry Rozier could fit right into the starting lineup. But he doesn't even want that. He completely wants out of Boston. So, that's, that's, that's something else right there. You know? Now, now we were talking about, uh, Kyle Lowry Kyle Lowry it looks like he had a breakout performance will he come out of the slump? well we don't know for sure it's just one game tonight by the way is game two and Kyle Lowry has to continue doing what he's doing he has to continue having great great performances if in my opinion if Toronto is going to go to the NBA Finals and win it all, it's going to lay on Kyle Lowry's shoulder. He's the floor general, and guess what? If he plays good, other pieces and other players around him will play good also. We're not looking at Kawhi Leonard because he's phenomenal. He's going to play. As as soon as the ball is tipped off, Kawhi is going to play excellent. We're not worried about him. It's the other guys around him. Serge Ibaka, Danny Green, Pascal Siakam, all of these guys. These are the guys that we're worried about because they have to pick it up. They have to to hold their own in order for Toronto to do it. But back to Kyle Lowry, it was an excellent performance. And maybe it was his breakout performance. Sometimes when you get hot like that, it doesn't stop. And hopefully... Hopefully for Kyle Lowry and the Toronto Raptors, it will continue. It will continue. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm on Instagram, people, and I'm, I'm going to read. Uh, oh, Better Rebounder. Mm, okay. Well, Become a Better Rebounder is all about positioning and positioning your body and boxing out and having good footwork and doing all of those things but really to become a good rebounder it's got to be in your heart take it from coach Luke it's got to be in your heart you got to want to go down there and you got to and you got to want to bang and you got to say to yourself i'm going to get this rebound everybody wants to shoot not many people want to rebound all right so one of the things, if you focus on rebounding, you're going to be able to rebound. Okay, you're 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Listen, that's good enough height. That's good enough height for you to be able to box out, box your, box your opponent out. And, and again, a lot of the stuff we're going to eventually start getting visual with. But right now, we're not visual, so I'm hoping I'm helping you to the best of my ability. But right now, uh, uh, um, we, we're audio. And so, it's all about your footwork. It's all about getting in front of your opponent, having your posture very, very low. And that way, you'll be able to springboard and get to the ball quicker than your opponent and that's what it takes and again young man as far as rebounding it's about heart it's about not worrying about anybody else but yourself and saying to yourself i'm going to get that ball or anybody else gets that basketball all right we have the the power ranking all right and by the way you know we we, we have the power ranking To the to the um, WNBA and the preseason starts tonight for the WNBA at around you know the preseason. So they're going to start playing preseason games. And of course, at All Things Basketball we podcast we are involved with the WNBA. We're involved with the NBA. We're involved with the G League. We're involved with. NCAA. We're involved with AAU. We we do the whole thing at All Things Basketball Podcast. All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me. I'll follow you. All Things Basketball on Facebook. Download, hit the like button, share comments, and hey, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Alright? Back to the power ranking. Kind of got off of that. The power ratings for the WNBA: number one, the Seattle Storm; number two, Atlanta Dream; number three, LA Sparks; number four, Connecticut Sun; number five, Washington Mystics. All right, the Seattle Storm, Brianna Stewart. That's something ruptured Achilles tendon. Now, the WNBA season is a season that is not that long. I think it goes from May and it ends in September. And they do that because they don't want to mix with the NBA. They want the NBA to completely be somewhat over so that everyone's attention could be on the WNBA. Now, I'm finding... That the WNBA is completely hush hush on injuries, period. They really don't talk. You can call, you can, you know, you know, you can try to get insight, but I think that's a league round thing with the WNBA. They really, really don't talk about injuries, but Brianna Stewart, one of the all stars and one of the best players in the WNBA, is out with a ruptured Achilles tendon. I don't think she'll be back this season. But nevertheless, the Seattle Storm is number one in the power ranking. And the reason why is because of Sue Bird, L.I., of course. And then you have Jordan Canada. And then you have Anriel Howard. So you got a lot of good players on that Seattle Storm team that will hold it down until Brianna Stewart comes back and a speedy recovery to Brianna Stewart. What an excellent player. Even when she was at Connecticut, she's just an excellent baller. She really can ball. So she's going to be out for the um, Seattle Storm, but Seattle still holds the number one spot going into the preseason of the WNBA. That's very, very interesting. I didn't think. When, when I heard that she was going to be out with this type of injury, I was waiting on the power ratings to see if the Seattle Storm... Now, I knew that the Seattle Storm still had a lot, a lot of great talent, but I just didn't think that... I, I kind of thought the L.A. Sparks or the Washington Mystics would be one and two, but, hey, you know, I'm a little surprised that they still have the Seattle Storm at number one. But again, when I just rattled those names off, people, you got to understand that that's still a lot, a lot of talent there in Seattle. All right. Recruiting news. Wow, okay. Precious Achua has committed to the University of Memphis. Now, you know my man Penny Hardaway is the head coach. Well, we have to we have to say Coach Hardaway, but we all know him as Penny Hardaway. And of course, his real name is Anthony Hardaway. But my man Penny Hardaway is the head coach at the University of Memphis. And Precious Achua has just committed as of yesterday to the University of Memphis. Now, I'm gonna tell you something. The University of Memphis already, earlier this month, signed the number one high school player in the country, James Weissman. The number one high school player in the country is also going to Memphis, James Weissman. So Penny is doing a lot of good things over there in the University of Memphis. And a lot of people in the NCAA are saying, oh, well, you know, he owns his own AAU outfit. He should be able to do this. Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of coaches uh, um, visit these AAU outfits across the country. That's how they do their recruiting. That's how they do their recruiting. So, what's wrong with um, um, Penny Hardaway owning his own AAU outfit? There's nothing wrong with that. And the majority of the kids that play for him in his AAU outfit. They're not. They're not. Um, they're not going to the University of Memphis. They're not going there. So I mean, you know, I think it's spilled milk when coaches see a uh, up and coming new coach come in and start getting five star recruits, and the only thing that they can do is start complaining about, oh, he owns his own AAU outfit. That's what he should do. No, what Penny Hardaway is doing. Is going to parents' house, knocking on doors, just like the rest of the coaches in the NCAA, and figuring it out, and the kids, well, first of all, it's a wonderful thing if you get Penny Hardaway to knock on your door and your mother opens the door and you look around and you see <laughs> and you see Penny Hardaway at your door. I know if I was the recruiter, I'd say, Mom, I'm on my way to Memphis. Do you know who that is? That's Penny Hardaway. <laughs> so, I mean, kudos to Precious Achua uh, with that. Uh, that's a great, great move for the University of Memphis. And, hey, the University of Memphis is on their way back. I mean, I can remember when Derrick Rose was there, you know, and, and Coach Cal, my boy Coach Cal. So the University of Memphis is back on the map, and you're going to have to look at them as far as NCAA – is concerned moving forward. That's a great, great move. You know, that's a great, great move. Bill Lambeer senior VP of the Las Vegas Ace. He's a guy that played for um, the Detroit Pistons. Um, he was the um, actually he was the um, the New York Liberty head coach before he went on to Las Vegas and took on the expansion team that started last year, as I said earlier in the podcast, but Bill Lambert is the senior VP of the Las Vegas aces. And they're talking about, um, well, you know, Vegas is a big betting place. I mean, when we bet on sports now, there's people that can bet on sports. Now there's all kinds of different betting outlets but they're watching closely the organization as far as betting in the WNBA. Um, this is news to me, you know. Um, I know Bill N. B. is an excellent, excellent basketball mind. I don't believe that, you know... Um, he'll be involved uh, or they're not saying he's involved. So I don't want to, I don't want to put any news out there. That's not correct. They're just saying that, you know, the, the WNBA is keeping a close eye on, on the ins and outs of the Las Vegas ace, as far as betting is concerned. Um, And that's news to me that, that that's something new that, um, that I'm hearing. Um, But, you know, Vegas is a big, big, uh, gambling place. So I guess any, uh, professional organization that's in Las Vegas, that would probably be the norm. I mean, what all you have to do is do the right thing and stay, um, stay honest, stay honest and do the job that you, you know, you went there to do, you know? All right. Um, Okay, all right. Well, like I told the young man, um, I think it was episode four. You know, in order to become a good shooter, you have to shoot, 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 and shoot some more. You have to spend time shooting the basketball. That's what you have to do. Um, And like I told the young man before, you have to, um, I would like to see you shoot a hundred free throws. Alright? Shoot a hundred free throws. After you shoot a hundred free throws, you go to the dotted line, you shoot fifty. You go you go get closer, you shoot fifty more. You go back to the dotted line, shoot another fifty, then you go to the free throw line and shoot fifty. And then you go around the world. You go around the world and around the world is you go from each corner. You start in one corner, alright? You start in one corner. You shoot from there, boom. You cut, you move it around. You go to the hash, you shoot from there. You go to the foul line, you shoot from there. You go to the other hash and you work your way around the court and you keep doing that. But you gotta shoot, shoot, shoot and you gotta spend time. You gotta make sure your arc is right, your follow through, your trajectory has to be right. And a lot of times, you know, these things should be visual and I'm gonna start working on getting a lot of this stuff visual so that I can start posting these things because it it, it helps for you, the player, to see it done, you know, as opposed to me explaining it. But I'm hoping that I helped you in explaining it and, and, and helping you in the best way that I possibly can. And thanks. It's an excellent question. I was asked that question in the episode, but, hey, it doesn't matter. I'll come back to the same question and I'll answer it the same way. Shoot, 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 young man. Just keep shooting and it'll become better. You have to put time in if you want to become better at any part of your game. And always try to add something to your game every year. Every summer, try your best to add something to your game. I hope I helped you. A whole lot. I really do. Thank you very much for the question. All right, we have we have the 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 Nets have came out come out. The Brooklyn Nets have come out, but now the Brooklyn Nets they have D'Angelo Russell at point guard, so I don't know whether they want to move D'Angelo Russell. But I also believe that that per the Knicks coming out and saying that they are very interested in um, Kimber Walker. Now the Brooklyn Nets are coming out and they're saying they're interested in Kimber Walker as well as Kyrie Irving. Well, you're not going to get both, so maybe the Brooklyn Nets are just saying they're interested in another point guard. But I thought that they were very happy with D'Angelo Russell. Now D'Angelo Russell got is in a little hot water. I told you I'd bring that up in 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 the podcast eventually, so we'll talk about it a little bit now. DAngelo Russell was caught at customs in the airport with uh marijuana. So, you know, um he's in a little bit of hot water, you know, the league is all over it. Uh, And they're dealing with it. I'm trying to keep uh, abreast of what's happening. I haven't heard anything other than he was caught in customs at the airport with marijuana in a jar. So um, I don't know if the the Brooklyn Nets are are fed up and want to move on. But I always had the idea that, you know, D'Angelo Russell is an all-star. And and he made the all-star team this year. I don't see, um, I mean, you know, I don't know whether they want to move on or they, do they feel that they need more of a true point guard because I always felt that D'Angelo Russell was a combo guard kind of. He 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 can play the two, but he also can play the point. So maybe the Brooklyn Nets are looking at it as we'll move him to the two and we'll either bring Kyrie or Kimba pure point guards, to run the show. Maybe that's what the Brooklyn Nets are trying to do. But, you know, I, it's a surprise to me that, they, that they're coming out. But, you know, New York is a very competitive place. And I'm pretty sure that they read the reports, like Code Luke read the reports, that the um, New York Knicks are very, very interested in Kimber Walker. So now, here we go, the Brooklyn Nets have um made a comment about point guards also. They don't want the Knicks to be one up on them. And I, I understand that. I understand that it's a very competitive market, this New York market. So I understand that. That's that's a it's a good thing. It's a good thing. They're putting their hat in the ring. You know? All things basketball podcast. On Instagram, all things basketball on Facebook. Hit the like button. Download. We're having an excellent show. It's TGIF. Hey, let's keep it going, people. You follow me. I follow you. Hey, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. All right. So we have, um, Tobias Harris wants to stay in Philadelphia. Tobias Harris, a He wants to stay in Philadelphia. Well, Tobias Harris has been moved around quite a bit. He's an excellent, excellent talent. But he has been moved around quite a bit. So, you know, um, you know, he wants to stay where he's at. I mean, I don't think he actually said it that way because you really can't, again, like Coach Luke said, you can't really talk about it. But this is what I'm, I'm I'm getting that he want he, what he's saying is he doesn't want to move. So that what what that means is he's a Philadelphia 76er, and he doesn't want to move. He wants to stay where he's at, and staying where he's at means you know staying with the Sixers. Staying with the Sixers. Well, I mean they did pretty good in the playoffs. Uh, they have an excellent, excellent coach, Fred Brown. Um, I mean, but he's coming from the Clippers, and they have an excellent coach in Doc Rivers. But I guess, you know, Tobias Harris is, is you know, he's been on several teams. He's been on the Magic. He's been on Detroit. He's been on the Clippers, you know, and, and, and you know, now he's on um, the 76ers. So he wants to stay. I guess you know sometimes you get tired of moving around and you want to really find you really want to find a team and a place that you can call home. You don't want to keep moving around. And he's such a great talent, such a great talent. And sometimes when you're a great talent, people want you more. So I don't want, you know, I don't I'm hoping he's not looking at it as a knock on his ability, because I know he's not. But but sometimes when you have great talent like this, people, uh, the front offices enamor you, and they wanna, they want to try to see if they can lure you from the team that you're with. And I think that's what's been happening with Tobias Harris. But he's an excellent talent. He's of course he's from Long Island. And I keep saying that because Coach Luke is from Long Island, and I have a very big affinity for my Long Island ballers, whether it's male or female, you know. And so Tobias Harris really wants to stay put. Again, he didn't say it like that, but, you know, you can kind of read the tea leaves on the comments that were made two days ago from Tobias Harris that he wants to continue to play basketball in the city of brotherly love. And that's a good thing, you know. That's a wonderful thing. I think he fits well, uh, but also now you have Jimmy Butler, all right? And Jimmy Butler is a free agent also, you know? So maybe, maybe, you know, Philadelphia is leaning more towards giving Jimmy Butler the seal and not Bias Harris for him to mention something. Maybe that's what's going on there, but we'll find out because I'll tell you what, in the summer before July 1st. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on in the NBA. And we just got to sit back and, and watch and see what where everybody goes. All the pieces are out there. This is the biggest, like I said, this is the biggest free agent class in the last five years. So you're going to get a lot of people moving from different teams all over the place. They're going to be all over. It's, it's going to be uh, uh, everybody everywhere. Everywhere, there's teams that you won't even think of will get max players this season. There are teams that you might not even think will get max players that will get max players. So, you know, it's going to be a very exciting summer for the NBA. It's going to be a very exciting summer for the NBA. All right, all right. You know, you have... uh, you have um a lot of a lot of um teams are leery about about um and, and i I personally was just talking about the Knicks, but um there are a lot of teams right now that are shying away or they're really trying not shying away but they're really trying to find out what's going on. When it comes to the injury of Kevin Durant, as I said before, he is the number one free agent on the market. We have a big free agent class, but numero uno is Kevin Durant. So really, the whole NBA wants to know how serious of an injury that this is. You know, uh, Coach Luke wants to know. Coach Luke wants to know. But I tell you, you know, the whole league. Is on notice, trying to find out what's going on with Kevin Durant. Basically, though, the Golden State Warriors, and it's it's their prerogative to be hush hush. It's definitely their prerogative because he's a Golden State Warrior, and they want to keep it like that, you know. And so, there, it's definitely their prerogative to keep it hush hush. But the longer that he's out, the more suspense will come about this injury the more the more the more people in the nba is going to want to know what's going on with kevin durant and the injury and how serious of an injury it is but you know the go like i said the golden state warriors are going to keep it hush hush you know and for me personally i never want to see a player injured so i'm hoping that all is well. He gets a speedy recovery, and he gets back out there and performs at a high, high level, and um, and that should be in the NBA Finals if they make it there. Well, you know Coach Luke wants Portland to get there, so I I don't see him getting to the NBA Finals if you ask me, but I definitely want to see Kevin Durant back on the floor this season. It's looking a little shaky, and so What's going on with the league right now is they really, you know, the league itself, all the teams want to know what's happening with Kevin Durant. Not all the teams are going to be able to, to, to shoot to get him. But you see, what winds up happening with free agency is that he's the number one guy and then there's a pecking order. And so if they know Where the number one guy is at financially, and if he's healthy, and where, and you you know, and which, you know, if he's going to sign somewhere, then they know what players are available that they can go for. So you know, all of the teams are not going to be in the running for Kevin Durant, you know. And if we we go by soul plain dirt, hey, there's only one team for Kevin Durant. And that's the New York Knicks. And that's music to that Coach Luke's ears. I'm going to tell you right now. Again, the league is really looking at, um, looking at Kevin Durant and seeing, um, they want to know if, um, he's going to be all right or if he's going to sit out a year or, or if this injury is going to take a year to recover or not. I don't think that. He has an ruptured Achilles here, and if they're talking about the Achilles, then it might be a slight sprain of it or a slight, slight tear. I mean, not sprain, but a tear. Uh, you know, but let's not even go that far because everybody's hush hush. Everybody's hush hush, and I guess when I get more news, of course you guys are going to get the news. When I get more news, you guys are definitely going to get the news, so you don't even have to worry about that. Well, we've had another wonderful, wonderful show. Uh, episode six, been here before, and you guys know what I'm talking about. And um, you know, again, all things basketball podcast on Instagram. Follow me. I'm follow you. All things basketball on Facebook. Hit the email button if you need good training, young ladies and young men. Hit the like button. Hit the download you know, share your comments, any kind of way that I can help you. It's been wonderful. It's been a ball. Good night. God bless.